Welcome to Art Journal with the Moon, a podcast about learning how to practice magic, tend to the soul, and do your deep emotional healing with your art journal and the moon hosted by Dana DuPont. In this podcast, I share with you the comings and goings of the moon in the week ahead, my suggestions for aligning with her energy in a creative way, and my tips and tricks for art journaling with the moon. Here, we explore lunar cycles, seasonal shifts, and art journaling to find our way back to the grounding rhythms of the natural world, to step into our power, and to access our own inner magic. The moon is our companion, and the seasons our muse, guiding us to create, reflect, and grow through the colorful pages of our art journals. So come, gather round, and let's weave magic, art, and healing into your daily life. episode, I'm going to share a summary of the moon's energy for the week of September 25th to October 1st, 2023. And I'm going to add the inner work and magic you can do in your art journal to make the most of the opportunities the cosmos is gifting us with. Every week, the emotional and magical opportunities the moon is sending you are different because the energy she's drawing down from the planets and stars changes moment to moment. Planets and stars and moon phases and moon signs each carry their own unique energy. This is my weekly update of the moon's comings and goings to support you in aligning with her energy. Get your art journal out or a scrap of paper you see lying around. You don't have to get fancy. Your art supplies or just those pencil crayons you have hidden away. Spend 10 to 20 minutes focusing on the themes the moon is supporting you to explore that day while you play with colors and shapes and watch what happens over time. It's amazing what a little consistent creative time can do. This week, we greet a full moon in Aries at the end of the week. Depending on the condition of the full moon, I tend to use full moon magic in my art journal to either amplify and magnify my goals and dreams or to visualize what standing in my power means to me because that Full moon really represents the energy of the moon growing all the way to its height or its peak of power. Or I use it to celebrate something in myself or my life or to contemplate what shining brighter in my life would look and feel like to me. And sometimes I use it to release and let go. Technically speaking, the waning moon phases are best for releasing and letting go but I still love to do a good burning and release on a full moon every now and then. And this full moon is one of those times. Traditionally, the full moon in Aries speaks to us of boldness and initiation and fiery determination. Aries is ruled by the planet Mars, so it invites that action and that leadership and moving forward. Under a typical Aries full moon, I might feel the impulse to start a new venture or to take a stand in somewheres in my life or to set some boundaries or to boldly declare my intentions and amplify them. However, this particular full moon is unique. Mars, the ruler of Aries, is in the balanced sign of Libra. I got this pointed out to me by my mentor, Kelly Surtees, who I follow, and she does and follows uh, ancient and Hellenistic astrology, which is what I love. Libra seeks harmony, partnership, and compromise. And it's also where Mars is in its detriment, I believe. So the assertive and directive energies of Mars are softened. Instead of the pure, unbridled assertiveness one might expect with an Aries full moon, there's an 
underlying theme of seeking balance between your own needs and the needs of others. Plus, Mars is close to the south node, which really pulls in this theme of culmination and endings. The south node speaks to past lessons, old patterns, and sometimes the need to release or let go. With Mars, the planet of action and desire, aligning with this south node point, I think we're being asked to consider which of our impulses or desires might have served their purpose. And where are we now ready to be completed? Or is there something in our life that's ready to be released? As you work with this full moon in your art journal, I suggest considering the areas of your life where the Aries and Libra axis are placed on your birth chart. That's how I tend to enjoy working with the moon in my art journal, is I like to get a little bit more specific and look at where the energy of the full moon is being activated in my birth chart, because each house of my birth chart, especially in the whole sign system house, like you'll see in ancient or Hellenistic astrology, each house represents different areas of your life. So the full moon is illuminating those areas of your life, depending on where it falls in your birth chart. You'll know this by knowing what your rising sign is. I share a little bit more about how to do that on my um, YouTube channel. You can see me showing you how to create a birth chart with the whole sign system. Um, but if you don't know that, you can just learn a little bit more about rising signs to figure that out. You have until Friday because the full moon isn't until Friday. For me, the full this full moon is activating the 11th and 5th houses in my birth chart. The full moon will be in my 11th house, which is all about groups, friendships, communities, alliances, benefactors, and hopes and wishes for the future. But Mars is going to be in my fifth house, that realm of creative expression, creative projects, hobbies, pleasure, joy, children, and romantic relationships. With Aries in my 11th house, I tend to have a strong need for independence and pioneering spirit and even a little bit of a warrior-like protection over my individuality, especially within social settings and friendships. It also means I've been guarded and protective in relationships. With Mars being in the sign of Libra during this full moon, it's hinting at this tension between my desire for autonomy and healthy boundaries, but also with my desire for connection and intimacy, or in other words, my desire for self-protection versus my desire for vulnerability and closeness in relationships. I have a young part of me that has been carrying the burden of being protective, defensive, and independent as a way to feel safe within my friendships and social experiences. I say a young part because I like to look at my inner world in terms of the internal family systems described by Dick Schwartz, and it really works for me to think of myself and these parts, whether they're younger parts, whether they're ancestral parts, or whether they're past life parts, just different parts within myself that have different needs and different wants. And sometimes they're in conflict with each other. This young part, when I tune into it, I can see that it's being fiercely independent and self-reliant because it believes that's the only way to navigate relationships. But it also makes me feel isolated. And there are other parts of me that are kind of tired and weary from always needing to be protective and defensive. 
That protective and defensiveness really is illustrated with Aries being in my 11th house. They yearn for more trust, support, and interdependence in my relationships. I want to be more trusting. I want to let down my guards and believe in the goodness and love other people want to give me. And that's what I feel like Mars in the sign of Libra is teaching me this full moon. It's really pulling out and amplifying that desire to kind of let go and trust. This full moon is helping me reconcile these conflicting needs and desires. It's illuminating my wounded pattern of like being fiercely independent and protective. And it's inviting me to re-examine and release this deeply ingrained pattern I carry in my heart. This young part has been carrying the burden of trying to protect me based on its understanding of the world, but it's my job now to be with that part. Now that I'm an adult and this full moon is the perfect time to do that as there are bigger benevolent forces supporting this kind of emotional healing and release. For this reason, during the full moon, I want to explore this younger part's underlying fears, her underlying desires, and even her underlying needs. What experience shaped her worldview? What does she truly need to feel safe and supported in relationships? What I know already is that this young part within me fears being left, forgotten, or rejected. She feels that if she doesn't protect herself, there will be no one else to do it for her. She believes that self-reliance is the only way to ensure safety, but beneath her protective layer, there's a deep longing for closeness and support and understanding from other people. Inconsistent, neglectful, or conditional care from the relationships in my life instilled a belief that the world is unsafe, unpredictable, and others can be unreliable. The negative and traumatic experience I had in my in my friendships and from my peers when I was bullied and made fun of at school reinforced this need for self-protection and independence. During the full moon, I want to acknowledge and validate her feelings and her fears and her desires without judgment, allowing space for her to express and explore her needs and experiences. I want to reassure her that there are secure, stable relationships and communities where she can express herself without fear of harm or abandonment, and that no matter what, she will always have me and the trees and the moon and her angels and great mother. There are so many loving forces that she can lean into and rely on. For as long as she needs them, they will be there. I want to offer that reassurance and support to this young part within me, helping her to understand that it's safe to rely on others and that interdependence can coexist with self-sufficiency. I want to explore new narratives and behaviors that can foster a sense of trust and connection within my friendships and the people I socialize with now in my life. I want to set those clear intentions to release my old patterns of defensiveness or protection or isolation and welcome new patterns of trust, vulnerability, and interconnection. That's my journey with the full moon anyway. When you're ready, you'll be able to look at yours and you'll find those details on my blog if you'd like, danadepont.com slash blog, but I'll also talk about that in this particular podcast. So just you can either fast forward up to Friday or just continue to listen to the prompts and then see what comes up for that full moon. I want to talk now a little bit about um, my suggestions and tips and my prompts um, for each day 
of the week this week. So we're going to start with Monday. And on Monday, the moon is in the gibbous phase. So it's in that growing energy. It's also in the sign of Aquarius and it's having a tense relationship with Jupiter. When the moon is in a tense relationship with Jupiter, like it is on Monday, our emotions, which are represented by the moon, are struggling with our desire to grow and expand. That's the Jupiter part. Imagine you feel a push to go big or be more, but your emotions say, hmm, let's think about this for a moment. Emotionally, this might bring feelings of restlessness or a clash between being content and happy and wanting more. Spiritually, it could be a tug of war between being in the present moment and craving something bigger or different. It might feel like a battle between being grateful for what you have and always wanting more, which can lead to feelings of overindulgent or excess, something that Jupiter is kind of famous for. To reflect on these themes, ask yourself questions like, am I looking for more because it's what I truly desire or am I trying to fill a void? How can I balance my emotional contentment with my desire for expansion? Am I overindulging or avoiding my feelings by seeking more? How can I find spiritual growth while appreciating the present moment? How can I assure my quest for more doesn't overwhelm my emotional well-being? Ultimately, you want to consider what a balanced path forward looks and feels like to you. So, In your art journal, if you have a moment on Monday, draw, paint, or collage an image that represents reaching for more while at the same time being happy with what you already have. On Tuesday, the moon is in the gibbous phase again, and it's also having a tense relationship with Uranus, a happy relationship with Mars, an opposing relationship with Venus, and a close relationship with Saturn. The moon is also moving from the sign of Aquarius to Pisces, but before it does, it's spending most of the day being void of force, especially in the mountain time zone. This sometimes happens when the moon is moving from one zodiac sign to another or when it's not making any aspects with other planets. I think like to think of it as the moon's just hanging around alone and in the in-between space, no longer where it was, but not yet where it will be. The moon likes reflecting energy down to us, but when it's void, of course, there's nothing substantial for it to reflect. So it's kind of like it's reflecting that emptiness back to us. Today, the moon has aspects with different planets, but it's in between those signs for a big portion of the day. This reminds us to take a brief pause as the moon suspends its influence and brings a little stillness and introspection. Embrace this pause. Take a step back and reflect. This period is not about making significant decisions or initiating new projects. Rather, it's a time for taking stock, going inward, and for focusing on self-care and inner peace. When the moon is void, of course, it's a good time to engage in activities that nurture your emotional well-being. This is also an opportune time for self-reflection and introspection, allowing you to connect more deeply with your inner self. On the flip side, it's best to avoid starting any new projects if you can or making important decisions or embarking on significant endeavors. The energy of the void of moon course is not conducive to starting new things, but rather it supports wrapping up loose ends or investing in some self-care. Consider reflecting on these questions during the void of course moon on Tuesday. What areas of my life require my attention but I've been neglecting? 
How can I better care for my emotional well-being? What loose ends do I need to tie up before moving forward? The Void of Course Moon invites us to embrace the pause, to indulge in introspection, and to nurture our emotional health. It's a gentle reminder from the cosmos that in this hustle bustle of everyday life, taking time for yourself, for stillness and self-care is not only beneficial, it's essential. So in your art journal on Tuesday, draw, paint, or collage an image that represents pausing to take care of your emotional and your spiritual needs. On Wednesday, the gibbous moon moves into the sign of Pisces, and it's having a happy relationship with Jupiter. Jupiter wants to bring harmony, well-being, kindness, justice, abundance, growth, expansion, good luck, and balance into your life. And the moon is supporting Jupiter's desire to do this today. The moon is the queen of the night. She wants to illuminate the darkness, bring about change, be a mirror to reflect us back to ourselves, and awaken our receptive and intuitive powers. She represents your body and emotions and reminds you that life is an ever-changing cycle of birth, death, decay, decline, and rebirth. She wants to bring kindness, nurturing, novelty, and adaptability. Together, the moon and Jupiter are shining more peace into your life. They're helping you feel open-hearted and generous on Wednesday. They're supporting you in focusing on what connects you to others and what brings you together. It's energy that helps you feel calm and safe and willing to see and receive the goodness other people want to share with you. It's energy that reminds you what's good in your life. One of the best ways to work with this energy is to drop into your heart and choose something in your life to feel grateful for. Choose that one thing on Wednesday and focus on it for a moment until you notice a calming or an opening or a small shift in your heart center. Then, in your art journal, draw, paint, or collage an image that represents opening your heart and feeling grateful. On Thursday, the gibbous moon is having a happy relationship with Uranus and Pluto, and it's having an opposing relationship with Mercury and a close relationship with Neptune. It's also moving from the sign of Pisces into the sign of Aries, where the full moon will be on Friday. It's only spending about three hours in late afternoon in the mountain time zone being void, of course, so to me that's not too long of a period of pause or reflection. Instead, I want to talk about the moon being in that gibbous phase because it's almost at its biggest and brightest that it will be. The gibbous phase whispers hints of what's to come. It's the moon coming into full power, but not being there quite yet. In this phase, the moon represents a time of adjustment, reflection, and refinement. It's the period where, ideally, your initial vision from the new moon starts taking its shape, brimming with potential and possibility. Emotionally, the gibbous phase can stir feelings of anticipation, as if we're just on the cusp of something really important. Energetically, it can feel like energy building up. Spiritually, it's an invitation to trust in the process and to ride the wave of energy and to have faith in the journey, even if the destination isn't entirely in view or isn't entirely what you had thought it would be. 
It's about refining your intention, making necessary adjustments, and setting the stage for the grand reveal of the full moon. This phase symbolizes the meticulous care and creation, the patience and perseverance it takes to bring something to fruition. In the context of the creative process, the gibbous moon mirrors the stages of fine-tuning and honing in. Whether you're crafting a piece of art or nurturing a relationship or embarking on a personal journey, this phase reminds you of the importance and dedication to your craft or your path, the significance of being almost there, and the beauty of the process. In your art journal on Thursday, start by drawing or painting the gibbous moon, kind of letting the crescent of the shadow remind you of the space between idea and result. Around it, you can depict your personal creation journey. What does your almost complete look like? How do you feel when you're close to completing something, but not quite there yet? On Friday, the moon is full and in the sign of Aries. As I mentioned before, usually a full moon in Aries is about kicking things off or starting new projects with a general feeling of like wanting to take on the world. It can be like a shot of energy, making you want to take the lead and pursue what you want. But this full moon might be a little different because Mars, the planet that rules Aries, is hanging out in Libra. And Libra is all about balance and peace and working together. So instead of rushing you forward with your plans and desires, you might find yourself wanting to like balance your needs with the needs of others around you. You might feel the need to cooperate more and make sure everything is equal before making decisions or before taking action. To add to this, Mars is also close to the south node, as I mentioned earlier. So this is associated with your past and the need to let go of habits, beliefs, or desires. Think about what desires or impulses you've outgrown and need to leave behind. It's like a cosmic nudge to reflect on your past actions and desires and decides what still serves you and what you need to let go. In simple terms, this full moon is a time to be bold but balanced, to be mindful of your actions and how they affect others and to let go of the old stuff that's not serving you anymore. To personalize this moon even further, you can get specific and see the area of your life that this moon is focused on. To figure out what your area of your life the moon wants you to focus on, you simply need to know your rising sign. So if you don't know your rising sign, you can look that up on my blog. I give more description of that under the Friday prompt. But for now, I'm going to go through each rising sign, letting you know the topics or themes that you can explore releasing during this full moon. So if your rising sign is Aries, the full moon is in your first house, the house of self. It's illuminating the very core of your being, your essence, and your individuality. Mars, the ruler of Aries, is in your seventh house, which governs your relationships, marriage, partnerships, or your most intimate friendships. This full moon is carrying themes between the self and other, or the individual and the partner. Look for themes of self-discovery in your life and relationship dynamics. How does your identity intertwine with the people you are close to? Do you lose your sense of self when you get close to someone else? On Friday during the full moon, it might be helpful to ask yourself, how do I balance my individual needs and desires with those of my partner? 
Am I maintaining harmony within my relationships while honoring my true self? What lessons have my past relationships imparted upon my spirit and how can I integrate this wisdom into my present day relationship goals? During the full moon, if your rising sign is Aries, consider letting go of patterns in your relationships where you were self-centered in the past or where that those self-centered behaviors prevented connection or closeness and release any fears, insecurities, or self-doubt that have held you back from expressing your true self in your closest relationships. Imagine freeing yourself from the patterns in your close relationship that are imbalanced or don't help you grow or don't treat you with respect. Or perhaps consider releasing anything negative or harmful about how you see yourself in relationship. If your rising sign is Taurus, this full moon will reveal hidden truths from your 12th house, which is that mysterious realm of the subconscious or where your dreams and all that is unseen hides. Mars, the ruler of this full moon, will be in Libra, which is in your sixth house of daily routines, health, and service. This blend of energies is activating a dance between your daily reality and your hidden internal world. So in your art journal, if your rising sign is Taurus on Friday, you might want to ask yourself, are there unsaid words or unseen actions in my daily life that I need to acknowledge? How is my spiritual well-being impacting my health and daily routines? Is there harmony between my everyday life and my inner world? Are there patterns in my day-to-day -day life that are reflections of my subconscious mind and what they can teach me about my spiritual path? How can I balance my everyday realities with my spiritual needs? Is there a hidden power in my routines that I can tap into to nurture my spirit? What subconscious patterns are influencing my daily life and how can they be more aligned with my soul's purpose? If your rising sign is Taurus during the full moon, consider letting go subconscious blocks or unseen patterns that have been affecting your health or your daily routines. Reflect on the balance between giving and receiving, between being of service and nurturing your own spirit. Release patterns of placing other people's needs ahead of your own when it's harmful to you or your body. If your rising sign is Gemini, this full moon on Friday is lighting up your 11th house, the realm of friendships, communities, and hopes and dreams. This is where you connect with the collective or where you find your people or where you dream of the future. Mars, the fiery ruler of Aries, is residing in your fifth house, the area that has to do with your creativity, romance, and self-expressions. Themes that you might explore if your rising sign is Gemini on the full moon on Friday include how your creative energies and passions play into your social life or your community or the group experiences you have. Emotional and spiritual themes of individuality within friendship or groups and themes of balancing, giving, and receiving in friendships might come up. You can ask yourself, how can my unique creative expressions contribute to my community or the collective? Am I balancing my pursuit of joy and self-expression with my societal engagements and friendships? Is there harmony between my individual creative energies and my collective dreams? Or how do my artistic expressions or romantic endeavors 
kind of harmonize with the things I want to contribute to my community? Is there a balance between my individual joy and needs and my needs to be connected in community or friendship? During this full moon, consider releasing any imbalances in your friendships and creative expressions. Reflect on whether your personal passions are in alignment with your sense of community and whether your contributions to your groups and friendships are fulfilling your individual spirit. Perhaps it's time to release some creative projects or friendships that no longer serve your higher self or your community. If your rising sign is Cancer, this full moon is shining light in your 10th house, the house of career, reputation, and public life. This is the arena where you strive, achieve, and receive recognition. Meanwhile, Mars, the ruler of this full moon in Aries, is finding its place in the fourth house of home, family, ancestors, parents, and inner foundations. In the balanced and harmonious sign of Libra alongside the south node, which emphasizes release and completion. So for you, my rising sign Cancer, this full moon is exploring themes between your public persona and your private self between your professional achievements and your emotional foundations. You might find your thoughts wandering between your career and your home life, between your ambitions and your emotional security. You might want to take your art journal on Friday and ask yourself, is my career path in harmony with my inner values and my family life? Or how do I balance my professional ambitions with my need for emotional security? Is my outer success aligned with my inner joy? Am I nurturing my inner self as I climb the ladder of success? And is my professional life in harmony with my home life? Consider using this full moon to release any imbalances between your professional and personal life. Reflect on whether your career path aligns with your emotional and familial needs. Perhaps it's time to let go of some professional ambitions that don't serve your inner peace or family life or to release family patterns that hinder your public success. If your rising sign is Leo, this full moon is illuminating your ninth house, the domain of higher learning, wisdom and far reaching journeys, both of the mind and of the body. It's the space where you seek meaning, expansion and broader perspectives. Meanwhile, Mars is stationed in your third house, that realm of communication, learning, and things like your peers, your neighbors. So in the balancing sign of Libra and next to that south node, which is going to bring you some release and endings in those life topics. So themes you might want to explore include the relationship between your quest for higher truth and your everyday interactions or your quest for higher truth and your learning experiences. It's time to explore how your philosophies or your faith and your beliefs are expressed in the people that you communicate with on a daily basis or your immediate surroundings. You can ask yourself, how do my beliefs and philosophies influence the way I communicate and and interact with other people? Is there alignment between my pursuit of higher truth and the way I communicate with other people in my life on a daily basis? Are the higher truths I seek in harmony with how I express myself every day? Am I learning the things that help me expand and grow? During this full moon, consider releasing 
any disconnect between your faith and spirituality and the way you communicate or express yourself. Perhaps there are beliefs that no longer serve your everyday interactions, or maybe there are communication patterns that are not in sync with your spirituality or what it is you truly believe at your core. So let those go. If your rising sign is Virgo, this full moon is in your eighth house. That's kind of like a mysterious realm associated with shared resources, taxes, debt. And when I consider debt, I think about like emotional debt, spiritual debt, ancestral debt, not just financial debt. It's also the house of your psyche and your relationship with death and transformation and the metaphysical aspects of your existence. So it's that house where energies kind of merge, leading to transformation. However, Mars is in your second house, which is the house of money, what you value, what you own, how you earn a living, your income, and the things that you deem to be your self-worth. So explore themes around your relationship with money or debt or your own feelings of self-worth and value, or the way you earn a living, and the money and possessions you share with somebody else. Ask yourself, how do my personal values and possessions enhance or hinder my deeper relationships? Am I sharing my resources with the people I love? Can I maintain my resources while I share myself with other people? Is there any debt I need to clear or release during this full moon? Is there anything I need to release or let go to support my emotional belief and my emotional well-being? Are there any limiting beliefs I need to overcome in my relationship with money? During this full moon, release material attachments that are, are getting you in the way of feeling closer to someone you love. Release any emotional, spiritual, ancestral, or financial debt that you no longer want to carry. And release any limiting beliefs around your relationship with money. If your rising sign is Libra, this full moon is in your seventh house, spotlighting relationships and partnerships or really close connections. At the same time that Mars is positioned in your first house. So it's highlighting endings and completions in the way you feel about yourself or your identity, your essence and how you present yourself to the world. So you are exploring themes around self and other individuality versus connection, independence versus cooperation. So you want to ask yourself, do my relationships reflect my true essence? Do my relationships help me grow and expand? Am I presenting my true self in my relationships that are closest to me? How can I maintain my uniqueness while being in a committed relationship? Does my marriage or partner's partnership really reflect who I truly am. During this full moon, release anything in your relationships that prevents you from being your true self. Release any limiting beliefs that prevent you from expressing who you really are in the relationships that are most important to you. And release anything that prevents you from enjoying deep, authentic connection with the people you love. If your rising sign is Scorpio, this full moon is in your sixth house, the realm of daily routines, health, and service. It's casting its glow on that part of your life that has to do with serving others, and it's illuminating some patterns that have to do with duty versus your well-being. 
Meanwhile, Mars is in the south node of your 12th house, which governs hidden things, unseen realms, and spiritual solitude. But also, it's going to be bringing some release and completion of some old faded patterns there, because that is the 12th house. So you're exploring themes of service versus solitude and the visible realms in relation with the invisible realms. So you can ask yourself, are my daily routines and rituals in harmony with my soul's deepest longings? Is my service to others a dance with the divine, unseen forces of the universe? Are my daily routines nourishing my soul? How do my everyday actions reflect my spiritual journey? Am I listening to the wisdom of my soul and letting it guide the way I serve? This full moon invites you to release any dissonance between the seen and unseen or between duty and spirit. It's a time to unravel those threads in your daily life that are not in harmony with your soul and to let go of routines and behaviors that do not serve your spiritual journey. If your rising sign is Sagittarius, this full moon is lighting up your fifth house. That's a house that has to do with romance, children, creativity, passion, joy, and what makes your heart sing and your spirit soar. It's kind of whispering secrets about the essence of your true joys and how your spirit expresses its vibrancy through creation and recreation and recreation. Simultaneously, Mars is in your 11th house. So that's emphasizing community, friendships, and groups. You're exploring themes of individual joy and connection with community, personal passions with pleasure in friendships and social involvements. So you can ask yourself, how do my creative expressions support my community? How do my joys and pleasures mix with my societal involvements and friendships? How do my creative pursuits and joyful expressions contribute to and resonate with my true self? Do my passions and joys harmonize with my social circles and friendships? And how can I balance my personal expressions of joy with my commitment to my community? This full moon is inviting you to release anything that is in conflict between what brings you joy and your friendships and community. So release any creative projects that no longer bring you joy and release any friendships or group activities or community obligations that do not inspire you anymore. If your rising sign is Capricorn, this full moon is in your fourth house, the sanctuary of family, home, roots, ancestors, and the foundations that grew you. Meanwhile, Mars is in your 10th house, house of career, public life, and reputation, indicating themes of endings and transformation in how the world perceives you and your professional self. During this full moon, you're exploring themes of your private self versus your public self, your home versus your career, your professional goals and dreams versus your family life. You can ask yourself, how does my emotional well-being support or hinder my professional life? How do my roots and private life harmonize with my professional reputation or my career? Am I building a career that honors my emotional needs, my family life, and my roots? How can my emotional foundations support my professional dreams? And are there any imbalances between my private life 
and the professional dreams that need addressing or realignment. The full moon is inviting you to release anything that doesn't serve your public persona or your personal reputation or your professional reputation. It's also inviting you to release anything that's getting in the way of achieving balance between your professional and personal life. Finally, it's inviting you to release any limiting beliefs, patterns, or behaviors from your childhood or from your ancestors that is not serving your professional dreams and goals. If your rising sign is Aquarius, this full moon is in your third house, which is the house that has to do with the area of your life of communication, peers, neighbors, everyday connections, teaching, goddess spirituality, and early education. It reveals the ways you connect and communicate with the world around you. But Mars is in your ninth house, and that has to do with long journeys, your faith, beliefs, and spirituality. Full Moon is inviting you to explore themes around your faith, your knowledge, or the journeys you want to go on, and how you communicate on a daily basis. So you want to ask yourself, are my daily interactions and communications a true reflection of my higher beliefs and understandings? How can I bridge the gap between my immediate environment and my pursuit of truth? Is there harmony between my everyday connections and my faith and beliefs? Or is there a discord that needs reconciliation? The full moon is inviting you to release any misalignments between your daily interactions and your higher ideals. To release any beliefs that stop you from communicating your own spiritual truths. And to release anything from your everyday life that doesn't feel deeply meaningful to you. If your rising sign is Pisces, the full moon on Friday is in your second house, that realm of money, income, livelihood, possessions, and values. It speaks of your material world and the resources you hold, revealing the essence of what you value and how you allocate your resources. Mars is in your eighth house, that domain of shared resources, taxes, debt, transformation, and the deep unseen currents of life and death. The full moon is inviting you to explore themes around money, how you earn a living, the things you own, the resources and money you share with someone else, how you feel about the debt you've accumulated in your life, both the emotional, spiritual, ancestral, or financial debt you've accumulated, and your relationship with death. On Friday during the full moon, you can ask yourself, how do my personal resources and my values align or clash with the transformations I want to experience in my life? How can my material world really help me explore and experience profound transformation? And is there a balance between my personal resources and my shared wealth? Is my relationship with money and what I own supporting my emotional well-being? The full moon is inviting you to release any limiting beliefs or behaviors that are preventing you from earning the kind of money you want to earn, to release anything in your relationship with money that causes you stress or anxiety, and to release whatever debt you no longer want to carry. Whatever your rising sign is, on Friday during the full moon, it's a great time to just take a moment 
and draw, paint, or collage an image that represents what you want to release or let go during this full moon. You might even want to burn it under the light of that full moon. On Saturday, the full moon is moving from the sign of Aries to Taurus. It's also having a tense relationship with Pluto, a happy relationship with Venus, and a happy relationship with Saturn, but an opposing relationship with Mars. When the moon is in Taurus, it brings those themes of comfort, stability, and sensuality to your emotional world. Think of Taurus as the cozy, comfy place in nature you can retreat, retreat to. It's grounded, loves nice things, good food, and relaxation. The moon on Saturday might inspire you to just chill, enjoy life's pleasures, and find your stable center. You can find comfort in simple joys and physical pleasures like enjoying a hearty meal or feeling the warmth of a gentle breeze. You might also notice the strong desire for emotional stability and avoiding disruptions, leading to a more peaceful but sometimes stubborn mood. Spiritually, the Taurus moon can prompt reflections on what truly makes you happy and fulfilled. It can be a time to consider your values and what really matters to you at your core. So you might want to ask yourself on Saturday, what really brings me comfort and peace? What do I value most in my life? Am I focusing too much on material and physical comforts and neglecting my spiritual well-being? And how can I find balance between enjoying life's pleasures and not overindulging? In your art journal on Saturday, draw, paint, or collage an image that represents the simple joys in your life. Finally, on Sunday, the full moon is in the sign of Taurus and it's having a close relationship with Jupiter. This kind of closeness between the moon and Jupiter brings ease and flow. Jupiter wants to bring harmony, well-being, kindness, justice, abundance, and expansion. And the moon is really helping Jupiter to do that. This can bring uplifting emotional and spiritual experiences. You might feel a surge of joy and optimism or a lightness that could elevate you above any sadness or despair that might come your way. It's also a time when the spirit of generosity or kindness might feel a little bit more pronounced in your heart. So creating an environment conducive to giving and receiving support and love and allowing you to feel more deeply connected with the people you love is helpful on Sunday. The closeness the moon and Jupiter share may also provide an opportunity for insight and awareness, helping you have more empathy and understand yourself and others in a deeper way. On a spiritual level, this energy can inspire spiritual growth, providing insights and wisdom that can deepen your spiritual beliefs and practices. It's a time rich with possibility of manifesting desires and intentions, focusing on the abundance that the greater forces of love have to offer you. It may also kind of illuminate your higher, higher calling or your purpose in life and encourage you to pursue. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to read really about the weekly moon updates and, and daily art journal of the moon prompts I share so here and enjoy the visual map of the moon's comings and goings I create every week, check out my blog at danadepon.com/blog. That's D A N A D A P O N T E. All the places you will forward slash blog. 
all the if you know a creative spirit who would love this episode, please share with them so they can add journal with the moon alongside us. This warm, and if you don't want to miss the next episode, goodness. make sure you subscribe to, to the, the show on your breath. favorite podcast I'm app. To feel that and please, if you could be so kind as to leave a review on your podcast app, it doesn't take much time, but it helps me grow and improves accessibility to other listeners. Plus, my heart does a little happy loop do loop when I receive a little support and your art journal. Thanks for listening. See you next week. See you next week.